0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Marvel Mania, the podcast where we talk everything, anything and everything Marvel related. I'm your host for today, Garrett Broder, and with me is my co-host, Brandon Janicky. Hi everyone. So what today we're gonna talk about we're gonna go right into this. Uh oh. the Marvel actors or Spider Man actors more specifically. Um so, Inspire No Way Home is coming out within the next week,
1: actually a week from today. Yeah, just actually less than a week if you count it dropping on Thursday, actually. That's, that is yeah. true. Yeah, it's, and that's always so funny to me how, um, you know, they put on posters the day it's coming out and like 80-90% of movies come out on a Friday. So, for example, they put Friday, December 17th. But really, and I think most people know this, but in case people don't, the first day is actually usually a Thursday or Thursday night where you can actually see it. That's true. So a lot of people I know, they're already going on Thursday night, which I wish I could, but I'm, of course, going to be working at a movie theater, hoping not to get spoiled when people walk out of that movie theater. (laughs) That
0: is true. Yeah, that would not be good. I am really hoping that you do not get anything spoiled for you.
1: (laughs) Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. I will be way in the back when people start coming out of the movie because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of chatter. Oh, a hundred percent. So, um
0: with that being said, this Spider Man No Way Home is gonna be uh the actor is going to be Tom Holland, as is was as was uh, Spider Man Homecoming and Spider Man Far From Home. So lots of homes in this whole trilogy. <laughs> the you know, home trilogy. The home trilogy. Yeah, yeah, as they call it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Should be a pretty fun movie. I'm really, like I said, what we said last week, I am very excited for this movie, as I'm
1: sure you are too. Oh, yeah. I mean, my hype is now, you know, out the roof for this movie. It is insane. It's by far going to be the biggest blockbuster of the year. To be fair, there was not much competition in terms of big superhero movies uh, and blockbusters and such. But without a doubt, I mean, the hype level is getting above Endgame, as were the pre-ticket sales already above Endgame. Really? It surpassed them within like the first weekend. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. It's insane.
0: That's really exciting. Also, I think because a big part of it is that we haven't seen movies or big blockbuster movies in a long time because of COVID.
1: That's very true. Yeah, COVID really did put a dent in that. And I think this this particular Spider-Man movie is going to be the big draw to get people back to the movie theaters, which... For me, a movie fanatic and a movie theater lover, that is really awesome to see and really heart-touching to see people finally coming back to the theaters and not just relying on these streaming services. Because really, watching a movie on the TV is not the same as watching a movie in theater. I don't care what anyone says. It's not the same experience Oh, and that is never true. will be.
0: That yeah. is so true. And I'm so glad that Marvel is making it so it's... Uh, theater exclusive Yes They don't yes. have like The Disney Plus premium Selection or whatever
1: Yeah Oh yeah For real Thankfully they realized That you know They Not only that But they they don't make As much money When they put it Straight to streaming service You know They're gonna make A lot more If they put it in theater So of course When they realized that They were like Oh we have to go back To being the theater exclusive Which oh, you yeah. know Whatever the reasoning was Whatever I'm just glad That they're back To being just in theaters For I, I think I might be wrong about this but I think they decided to have all of their movies, not just Marvel, but Disney movies, they have to be in theaters for at least 45 days or something like that before they can go over to streaming service, which is a good amount of time.
0: Oh, that is true. And then at that point, everyone will probably have everything, everything spoiled to them. So. Oh, for sure. For and sure. Disney knows what they're doing for the most part. Um, well, Not even for the most part, for the... Everything. <laughs> right,
1: They definitely have a plan, that's for sure. And their oh, plan 100%. is eventually owning the entire world someday.
0: Hey, that's Amazon.
1: Uh, and that's Amazon, too. Yeah, you got Amazon versus Disney, the total global domination. It's like Risk, basically, between Amazon and Disney right oh, now. Oh, that
0: is so true. Yeah.
1: Anyways, I think we should hop into the actors, Well, uh, starting with Tobey Maguire. I would agree. The very first, the OG, if you will, Tobey Maguire, who played Spider-Man in uh, the original Spider-Man, 2002 uh spider-man 2 which came out in 2004 and then spider-man 3 which came out in 2007 uh respectfully garrett's what are your what is your thought about this particular spider-man
0: i think he is a great peter parker and i would agree an definitely. average spider-man okay. in my opinion
1: okay no i would agree with
0: that um, i think his costume is the best spider-man for sure uh, I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man costume. I think it looks so cool. And it's the most realistic because it's not CGI. That's true, too. Yeah. So I think that's super cool to see. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens if he does come in back to No Way Home. Um, But I'm not having my hopes up for that one.
1: Yeah. Um, surprisingly, there has been no confirmation yet. There's only been rumors and such, but thankfully nothing has been spoiled. As yeah, Exactly. But I would agree with your sentiment for the most part. I think in terms of a Peter Parker, he makes a very great Peter Parker. He's got, you know, the look of the nerd down very well. He looks like this, you know, nerdy, you know, kind of smart kid who possibly could be getting picked on and, you know, running into some problems with bullies and stuff like that. Um, and he also makes, he does make a decent enough Spider-Man. Um, you know, he's this, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. There's not really too much to say about him. Oh, that's true. He wants to do the right thing. You know, he always helps people out when, uh, when possible. Um, I, I think me personally, um, the reason I wouldn't say he's a perfect Spider-Man or Peter Parker is because, um, and I think I kind of touched on this last week is when he's Peter Parker, obviously Peter Parker in the comics, you know, he starts off as being, you know, kind of a nerdy kid and kind of a weakling, but he eventually gets these powers and, you know, has to learn to use them for good and not for evil. And then he learns to stick up for himself. But I feel like Peter Parker, at least throughout the first two movies, this Toby Maguire, Peter Parker always kind of stays kind of nerdy. And, you know, obviously when he's Spider-Man, he's not nerdy. When he's Spider-Man, he's awesome. But when he's Peter Parker, he always just kind of seems, you know, more nerdy and more weak. Whereas in the comics, he gets over that eventually but with toby mcguire it takes him until the third movie and even when he does get over that he doesn't become like you know confident and you know he can stick up for himself he then just becomes kind of a jerk Spider oh yeah 3. that's true yeah the
0: whole bad boy peter parker bad scene, boy peter parker Yeah, so bad <laughs> now dig on this like, oh
1: my gosh who wrote this who wrote this movie
0: <laughs> no it was so bad um but i have to agree with that yeah uh he plays a this Peter Parker never really changes, and in the comics yes. he starts to grow into himself and really matures and all that. Yeah, exactly. He stays he a steady Peter Parker from beginning to the end. Nothing changed. Nothing really. He didn't really grow or mature in any way. Yeah, um, that,
1: that's a very good point. He, you know, he gets the spider powers in the first movie, and I would say, you know, he matures. He, he basically his whole character arc. Takes place within the first movie, and then the next two movies. Aside from the whole, you know, getting the Venom symbiote thing, he pretty much stays the same. Throughout. Oh yeah,
0: no, I happen to agree with that, and I like the. I did like the Venom symbiote idea. It just was played
1: out horribly. Yeah, played out very horribly, very stupidly, just very you know cheesy like. Um, but I will say, kind of going back to the whole suit thing. My favorite Spider Man suit throughout all the Spider Mans, not just Tobey Maguire, but throughout all of them, is actually that black spider suit that he gets from the Venom Symbiote when it turns blue. That is the most badass suit I have seen throughout all the movies. And when there's that shot of him where he's like sitting on top of the clock tower or something like that, and he has the suit on and it's raining. And that was a really cool shot. And it was just wow. It's like, okay, this is actually. It could take a dark turn for the movie. It could take a really cool turn. Of course, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Just, it it just... doesn't do that. No, no. It was it was false hope right there. But nonetheless, it was a cool shot, and it really cemented the fact that, wow, this is the coolest Spider suit, in my opinion.
0: Oh, I agree with that. And I do actually own the black Spider symbiote suit. Do you really? Wow. Yes, I own that suit, as well as the original um Spider-Man Tobey Maguire suit. So I own both the Tobey Maguire awesome. suits that he has.
1: I actually own the. Uh, I just bought, I should say, the Venom symbiote suit as well, um, and that's what. Like I said, I'm going with a group of friends, and we're all, you know, dressing up as a different Spider-Man from out throughout the Spider-Man movies. And of course, I had to pick the, you know, Venom spider suit because that's the coolest.
0: Oh, well, it is the coolest for sure. Um, I think, but yeah, I think when he's Venom, um, or when he has the Venom symbiote suit. Mm-hmm. When he's actually wearing the suit. He's really good as Venom.
1: Yeah, oh, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But at
0: the same time when he's not wearing the suit, he just and he's like normal Peter normal Peter Parker. <laughs> right. Um he is just horrible like the cat like I, the oh. idea of having a bad boy peter parker was the dumbest thing i think you could have ever done in a spider-man movie the only
1: thing i liked about him when he was bad boy peter parker was that little dance number he got to do that was that oh, was yeah. it was cheesy enough to be funny and i kind of enjoyed it and i still watch it to this day and i'm like all right i can get into this but then everything else dig on bad. this yeah <laughs> now dig on this mm, oh my god my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah really really a bad boy aren't you peter <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> oh
0: my gosh and no one even said that back in 2000s i don't know what that's all about i
1: know right it's like where did that line even come from it's oh my goodness yeah it's so many classics like when he goes into that um dive and he's like "Find me some shades sweetheart It was like can you imagine if someone said that in this day and age well, they would get slapped <laughs> so hard unbelievably hard yeah or you know feared of getting canceled or whatever oh my goodness yeah oh Never especially that one yeah <laughs> But ultimately getting back to Toby Maguire himself, he is a he is a good Spider-Man. He is a good Peter Parker. I really don't have too many complaints with him. Um I was going to do like a rating system, but it's kind of hard to rate people as actors. It's it's not like movies, you know. Um, yeah, no, exactly. I I guess if I had to give him, I'd give him like a a 4 out of 5. I think he's a really solid choice. Oh, I agree. I think
0: 4 out of 5 is definitely the way to go. Um mm. just yeah, it's hard to rank because it's not really the actor's fault if they're yeah. not good or not. It's yeah. usually the – I mean, it is a part of it, yes, but it's usually the directors yeah. Um uh, well, how the th- they portray him.
1: At least in these cases, these three actors are all really good, Um, and I'll talk about that a bit more when we get in Andrew Garfield. Um, But, you know, like with Tobey Maguire, it's um the dialogue that he's given in Spider-Man 3 – Um, and I feel like each one has their own problems. That's not really their fault. Like you said, it's more, you know, the director's decision or the dialogue they're given or just how the story is written. Oh, yeah.
0: I agree with that for sure. Um, next up we have Andrew Garfield. And personally, I think he is the worst Peter Parker of the three.
1: Hands down, I would agree.
0: But I would agree. He's my least favorite. Yeah, he's he looks more like a skater boy, like we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he does definitely looks more like a skater boy and acts like it. Um, and. His he never doesn't even see the bully part of it, like in the movies. Like I exactly. barely see him being bullied or anything like that. He just bullies the bully.
1: I don't remember if I pointed this out last week or not, but there was a scene in the amazing Spider-Man. Um oh actually, by the way, off topic here, I did eventually get to see the amazing Spider-Man 2 oh. last week. Wow. That was, bad. that was a bad movie. That was a, that was a horrible, horrible movie. Yeah. Very stupid. In fact, it was so bad, I didn't even finish it in one day. Most of the time, I'll try and finish the movies, you know, and like the time you're supposed to finish the movie, right? Because I hate stopping and having to pick back up. But that movie got so stupid and was literally killing my brain so much, I had to stop watching it and just go do something else and then get back to it the next day. It was just that bad. Not even Spider-Man 3 was that bad. Spider-Man 3 was kind of fun to watch, but yeah. this wasn't fun. It was no. miserable. No. But getting back to the amazing the,
0: the casting was good too. that's what made it so hard for me
1: yeah, and that's what I'm actually gonna get into in a um a sec as well about Andrew Garfield being cast as Spider man but in the amazing Spider man, there's a scene where um uh flash Flash Thompson mm-hmm. is picking on not not Peter Parker, not our main character who you know is supposed to get picked on the show he gets bullied F- Flash Thompson is picking on some random even smaller kid and I think they had to choose that smaller kid because Andrew Garfield himself is a very tall very lean somewhat masculine type character right mm-hmm. from the get-go they yeah. don't try and make him look weak or wimpy so instead they have Flash Thompson pick on another kid and the only thing that Andrew Garfield or Peter does to try and stop him is say hey hey I, I don't think you should do that you know try and calm down you know, or whatever and then Flash Thompson turns around he's like what'd you say to me and then the bell rings and we never get to see them fight I uh, like,
0: do have a basketball game, a quick basketball, and Peter dunks on him. Yeah, that's not that's really a, much of a fight. No, though. It's it was just, really dumb. Yeah,
1: it was really dumb. Yeah, it was so, your like you know really stupid high school basketball scene that I feel like every high school movie includes. Oh, for
0: sure, High School Musical. Was, <laughs> high School Musical, yeah. Uh, but no, I don't like him as Peter Parker at all. Um, but I, but he had the stutter. Which is the only thing going for the Peter Parker.
1: That's true. I, I do kind of remember this stutter. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember him having a bit of a stutter. Um, I didn't really think that was necessary for a Peter Parker, but it was a nice little touch.
0: No, I think that's the only thing that I like redeeming quality for him as Peter Parker. Right. Because he got Gwen Stacy so easily. Like, it was ridiculously easily. Yeah. Not even so, hard for him. No. And it, that's
1: probably because that Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were dating in real life. They were like, well, you know, they're dating anyway. He already got the girl in real life. He doesn't need to try. Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, it was pretty easy. Um, But it was still really... It was really hard. But at least the, the chemistry between the two of them on screen was very good. Uh, even in Spider-Man 2, it wasn't terrible.
1: It wasn't. The amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Me. It wasn't. It was not terrible. Um... I, I feel personally when I was watching that movie that the director just kind of because, like I said, they were dating, he just put the two of them in front of the camera and said, all right, you two kind of flirt, about you know, flirt around a little bit. It'll be a nice, cute scene for the audience to watch. And it, it, it felt awkward, but because, you know, it, it felt awkward, but it was kind of cute to watch, but also awkward to watch at the oh, same time. That is it true. was a mix of both.
0: it was It's a hard line for sure. Yeah. Oh, um, definitely. But. The idea of them – I like the idea that the director was going for with the two of them just flirting for fun. Um, yeah, it was – I mean, they already were dating. It's not like it was um, – they're not dating anymore, correct? They're, no, yeah, yeah I didn't think That was think long so. gone. I thought it was yeah. long gone, but I had to make sure. Um, but it it was the right idea. I just – but that's, that's the only right idea that we really had in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and 1, really. Yeah. Um. Well, cuz
1: like you said, he's just so much he doesn't even feel like a Peter Parker. He feels like your average, you know, skater kid. He never got bullied. He never really was in a bad place. Um, you know, he's just he seems like your average high schooler kid. And then when he becomes Spider-Man, he he's not like Tobey Maguire when it seems like he's out there trying to do the right thing and be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Instead, it seems like he's being your not so friendly uh, beat the crap out of you Spider Man is oh, what he's sure. doing. Cause in the first one, the amazing Spider-Man, um, when he first uh dons the uh the suit, the first thing he does is he go around he goes around and starts beating up random criminals just in case they were the criminal who killed his Uncle Ben. No, and that means that's not even logical. Not even logical at all. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're not watching you know, Batman here. This isn't supposed to be, you know, all dark and brooding and stuff like that. It's supposed to be Spider-Man who's trying to, you know, help out the common citizen stuff like that instead he's this andrew garfield spider-man he's looking out for his own gains and he's going around just beating up random criminals just because oh he possibly killed my uncle ben he doesn't know that for sure he just you know he's a criminal he's like oh they probably killed my uncle ben so i gotta beat the crap out of them and then you know just leave him hanging upside down bleeding for the police to deal with so oh, yeah it's no wonder when there's that one awkward dinner scene later in the movie with him gwen stacy and gwen stacy's dad that Gwen Stacy's dad, the police, I don't remember his actual name. Um, well, I guess it'd be Captain Stacy. Cap- it? Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah that makes sense because Gwen Stacy's dad, he's talking about how he thinks um, that the Spider Man is a vigilante. And once again, it's not Batman. Batman's the vigilante. Spider Man's not a vigilante. He's the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. But Gwen Stacy's dad, um, Captain Stacy, he's got a point. He's talking about this, you know guy dressed up as a spider going around beating the crap out of people leaving them you know only close to death by the time he's done with them and oh, then yeah. just leaving that's the definition of a vigilante so when Andrew Garfield or Peter Parker tries to stick up for himself because he is Spider-Man you're not really rooting for him because you're like yeah you know Gwen Stacy's dad you're not wrong he is kind of a vigilante so oh,
0: for sure yeah no and that's why I didn't like about him as Spider-Man um he he did play the part well he just didn't the directing was horrible, because uh, it wasn't how Spider-Man should be.
1: Yeah, directing was bad too, and I I would say, and I think I said this again uh, last week, but it, it is a it's a very good example of bad casting is what it is. Um, because I'd like to say that between Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, and Andrew Garfield, even though we both agree that Andrew Garfield is the worst Spider-Man, in my opinion. He is the best actor out of the three. Oh, he has the most range. He has had some of the best roles. When you look at the social network, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, two of his best movies, he is probably the best actor out of the three, but he is not, he's not Peter Parker. He's
0: not, he's not Spider-Man. He's not Spider-Man. He's not Spider-Man or Peter Parker. So that was the, I feel like they wanted him because he had those big roles and he seemed like a good actor and. It would draw attention to the movie, which already we already know Spider Man is gonna draw attention no matter what happens. Exactly, Spider Man. It's Spider Man. So thought was, but. yes, thank you. So, oh well, but yeah, bit of a shame a whole, there. As a whole, I would give him like a two out of five. Um, he wasn't the wor- I mean, he was the worst of the three, but he could have been worse.
1: That's all I'm gonna say. He could have been worse. Yeah, Uh I would actually give him a one point five out of five. I would actually say this is his worst role, and there are very few redeeming. Qualities, but you know, I wouldn't mind giving him a two as well. But the more I think about it, the more frustrating it gets. So I'm gonna get it, give it a, a 1.5 out of five. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So yeah, I guess that's true. I was, I'm still giving him a two as benefit for the doubt, of the doubt. No, that's fair. That's so, fair. Yeah. All right. Well. Moving on to my favorite of the Spider-Man. Hands
1: down agree right here. Uh, oh, Tom yeah. Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland.
0: And the guy who saved Spider-Man in the MCU after watching Amazing Spider-Man. That's, <laughs> That's my personal opinion. But I think he is the best Peter Parker and the best Spider-Man of the
1: three. Oh, hands down, 100% agree. I I, I believe you. Str- or I strongly believe you get the best of both worlds with this guy. You get the best Peter Parker and you get the best Spider-Man just all around a really great guy and what I think really sets him apart from the other two is he's not just nerdy like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and he's not just skater boy he's not even a skater boy at all but he's not he's not too cool for school Andrew Garfield he is a little bit of both he's definitely kind of a nerdy person kind of an outcast but he's also very quirky and fun to watch and he's got his own personality and you know he's, he's he really he can um cross the two lines very well between being nerdy and between being you know a cool skater kid too cool for school or whatever. You know he's really he, he comes together and he makes a solid, you know, very fun to watch Peter Parker.
0: Oh I agree. No he's and what's cool about him is uh he's looks the part. Oh, for sure. for sure looks the part. He's like, what is he, like 5'6", or something like that, which is a shorter person, uh, like below average. A <laughs> little below, below, below average, I'm six, yeah. Four, I'm, for, all you guys, for you guys who don't know, I'm 6'4", so a lot of people are shorter than me. Oh,
1: yeah, so everyone compared to you is a bit shorter, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. No, I, w- I would say, you know, I don't really know what the average heights these are these it's days. It's 5'8", for guys,
0: or 5'9", five, five, one of the two. Oh,
1: sweet. I'm above average, then I'm like 5'10", or something. <laughs> Let's go.
0: No, but uh, he he looks the part. He looks younger, so he can play a high school character. Um, he is short enough to where when he stands against another the, the other MCU actors, he doesn't look like he's towering over them or anything like right. that.
1: Right? Yeah, that would not have worked with Andrew Garfield at all.
0: No, and he's a ex gymnastics person, so he can actually do um like tricks and stuff like flips and all that. So
1: I heard that's part of the reason he actually landed the role too is because when he had his um uh when he had his audition, he, first thing he did is he walked on set and he did like some sort of like crazy flip and then like landed in splits or something like that. And then mm-hmm. he hopped right up and you know started saying his lines. And you know I, that would have impressed anyone because as you know as Spider Man you got to be pretty agile. So That's I'll true. give him credit for that.
0: That is true. That was a great idea. Um, I actually saw I did I have seen the um audition before. I saw on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool to see. Oh yeah, uh, he, he was did, incredible. Yeah, he was really incredible. Amazing
1: even. Oh, <laughs> but um, t- ah, but um, t- uh, amazing Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man three with Tom Holland instead. Yes, oh my gosh.
0: Uh, anyways, and then we come to Spider-Man. He has enough confidence, but he's still super funny the entire time and acting like oh yes, it, for sure, which makes it seem like an actual Spider-Man. And he's still a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like in Homecoming, you can see the signs like "Is anyone's bike?" Hello? Yeah, Yeah. He uh. literally
1: he wants to go out of his way to help people. And part of the reason is because he wants to be an official Avenger oh, in that yeah. movie. That's kind of his motive. Um, mm-hmm. as he wants to be official Avenger. But, you know, he goes around just and we get this incredible montage where, like you said, you know, he's trying to help find um, someone's bike. Well, he like slings the guy and, you know, he's like, hey, this isn't your bike. Is this anyone's bike? And then he's going around helping like an old lady across the street. It's just a great montage to see, especially after the disappointment of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, where he's going around, you know, um, killing people or making people. Not quite killing not, people. Not quite killing people, but he's making them, you know, close to death or whatever, making them bleed and then letting them hang around. To see a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man just trying to help people, I was like, all right, this is the Spider-Man I remember from the comics. This oh, yeah. is much you know, much more respectful to the source material. So a
0: big sigh of relief when I saw him. And uh, there's a couple of vines out there. Ticked, uh, yeah, it was a vine back then. Um, but when they saw Spider-Man, uh, it was like, please be hot, please be hot, please be hot. <laughs> yeah and you get tom holland and there you go it was i just remember that um it was a vine or something like that i remember that specifically and i just started cracking up like (laughs) that's such a funny thing i mean oh my gosh i was i was laughing so hard but he he plays the part so well and he looks the part perfectly and oh he's just he's like the perfect cast for spider-man
1: he oh truly truly is yeah he's the he's at least the best one as uh so far i mean Mm -hmm. he is just phenomenal he's funny to watch he's Great Peter Parker, great Spider-Man. I, I really don't have many complaints about him at all. Let's just hope that he can, you know, pull it off once again in uh No Way Home. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So
0: No Way Home, remember, is coming out next week, December seventeenth. Um, so I doubt we'll actually have a podcast next week. Um, because
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say that I don't think we will um most likely because I'm going to be probably working all day on Friday when we open up with Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll look ahead at our schedule. Maybe we'll have something planned. But if not, the next time we next time we get together, we'll probably be talking about No Way Home, which oh, is just crazy sure. to think As about. As
0: a movie, there'll be no spoilers, everyone, just an FYI. So. No spoilers,
1: not for the first one anyway. We'll wait no. a week or so.
0: We'll, yeah, wait a week or two, and then we'll come back to it and be like, hey, this is the movie. Go through Sorry. it and see what our thoughts were. I'm really excited for this movie, and I'm really, really
1: hoping that there's not too much fan service. because Yeah, me as well. Yeah, same here. That's the one thing I'm worried about. The one thing that really has me, uh, you know, giving caution to the wind is um, the fact that you look at the trailers, and it's just a lot of fan service, a lot of nostalgia coming back. But the story seems to be lacking a little bit, especially when in the first trailer. Um, well, wait, I don't want to spoil
0: anything. No, don't spoil anything. Don't spoil anything? Nope.
1: Well, you know about the whole spell thing, don't you? Nope. That, okay, I want I say know anything. absolutely nothing. He knows nothing, folks. Say nothing to him. I am
0: <laughs> trying to stay away. I've literally run... I think I've mentioned this a couple times. I've run out of the theater to not see this the trailer
1: jeez yeah i had someone uh, that had to happen to me at work one time where i saw two guys running out of theater and i'm like i I thought they were running out to like puke or something like that i thought they had to throw up but sure enough they came back in and they were like is the trailer done i was like oh yeah you're good go in (laughs) so but all i'll say is yes the only concern i have is that i'm hoping it is a intriguing plot and that it makes sense and you know that the nostalgia there's a lot of nostalgia i hope there is of course but i hope it's not overbearing oh i agree
0: And one last thing I do want to mention is the trailer for uh, Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse 2, which is Mm. Spider-Man Across the the Spider-Verse, I believe. Yes. Yeah, Across the Spider-Verse. It was just released this past Tuesday. Um, So what would that be? That would be the 7th uh, of December. So very, very exciting. I, again, have not seen
1: it yet because I am a nerd uh, and love (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. I have not seen it yet, just because I haven't gotten around to it, though. Um, but which, Speaking of which, we haven't quite gotten to uh, the character who played Miles Morales um, today, which, you know, that's fine. You can't really compare him to the live-action Spider-Mans, but no. I will say he did a great job voicing Miles Morales. That's all I'm going to say. And oh, it, yeah. he alone has gotten me excited for what's going to happen for the future into the
0: Spider-Verse movies. Oh, I agree. Uh, and what's really cool is from the entering the Spider-Verse movie, like the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the original, um they yeah, 97 of rotten tomatoes but i think it's so cool i guess i think it's the highest rated spider movie of all time if I, I think
1: you're right yeah i think so too um there's a couple more the first two spider-man movies the toby mcguire were are both in the 90s yeah but yeah. not quite well, that so hot. is
0: homecoming and so is uh i believe far from home oh and far from home wow it, it got a 90 yeah yeah so not near, i mean it's not as good as a 97 that's super it's almost unheard of nowadays um there's yeah. a couple of hundreds like like I mentioned the last 100 the only 100 I can think of is like Toy Story and yeah
1: not just the first one but this I saw that too it's the weirdest thing I actually saw it like a month ago or so Mm -hmm. um just looking up ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and Toy Story 1 and 2 are both at 100% and I found that shocking yeah I know you
0: never have a sequel also get 100% I
1: know and then even the third and fourth the third was like 96 and the fourth was like 95 or 90 I mean this these are off the charts
0: oh I know it was an unheard of series um but going back to Marvel, uh, I think that as one of the high, that might be one of the highest Marvel films in general.
1: Yeah, I would say so maybe that's what we should do for our next podcast is oh, look up Rotten talk, Tomato ratings. There yeah. we go. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Yeah, go through all the Rotten Tomato ratings and, you know, I'm sure we'll either be like, oh, yes, I 100% agree or, you know, these these people are stupid. I don't know what they're talking about. Venom. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, unbelievable. That
0: movie. 31% a- Rotten Tomatoes and ends up being like a 92 on and and like audience rating
1: how can you like think about this how can you how can you with good conscience give venom a 31 and the amazing spider-man 2 like a 52 or something like oh that? i know and the 52 is not good but it needs to be worse for oh. it, as bad as that movie was. oh i agree yeah. holy crap yeah unbelievable but anyway i believe that's all we have for today anything yeah. else scare no that's everything i got all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, go out and enjoy Spider Man: No Way Home. I believe next time we will talk to everyone. We will, of course, go over the movie. No spoilers. Everyone, go out and enjoy. And remember, no spoilers for anyone else. No one likes a spoiler. No, no one, especially when a movie is this big. Exactly. So. Yes, I, I'm sure you, Garrett, uh, as well as as well as I am, am going to stay off of social media for the first few days. So. Oh
0: yeah, no, I've, I'm not gonna be able to see it until the Saturday, the so 18th, December 18th. Oh, yeah. which is not a long ways away, but it's long enough to where I need to stay away from everything. Same YouTube, here. social media, and all of that. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you all for watching, or for listening, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and we will see you next time.